record that now. I'm going to go okay. ahead and hit record. So, and, and if you screw up, keep going. Don't worry about it because uh, mistakes are awesome and, you know, it just becomes a fun thing. Don't worry about it. So whenever you're ready, go ahead and go. Oh, okay. Um, this is Carrington Smith. And I don't even know what to say. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> this is Carrington Smith from CarringtonSmith.com. And you're listening to Jeff Smith on Vroom Vroom Veer. Okay. Okay. Take two. Okay. This is Carrington Smith from Carrington-Smith.com. And I'm here today with Jeffrey Smith on Vroom Vroom Veer. Listen up, everybody. Perfect. Excellent. Well done. And you got it on there twice. So uh, <laughs> that's great. Okay. I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. Stop. I think I'm going to hit. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Anish Majumdar. Hey, I think I got it right. Thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going, man? What's going, man? Uh, how are you, Jeff? Uh, happy Veterans Day. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Free food for all veterans and thank all those veterans for their service. Uh, it was awesome. I'm mostly drinking beer and eating wings on beaches. That was my life in the military. Ooh, wow. <laughs> really rough duty. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Yes, really yes, rough yes. duty. Yes. The wings. I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm up here with my family in Rochester, New York. So mm. close to Buffalo, and Ooh, they yeah. all, you know, they have that weird association with the, the Buffalo wings are, are, it doesn't matter where you walk into, you don't have to be known for it. It could be the most, the biggest dive. Everyone they have to there, have wings. Yep. And everyone has high standards. You know what I mean? The, mm. the, the biggest drunk there suddenly <laughs> becomes like, you know, Daniel Belude in terms of like, like, like you know, the quality of these wings. Yes. yes. On what comes out of like out of the kitchen at like two oh, yeah. in the morning, you know, totally uh, because because we're in we're in the zone. So, yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah. Of, wing, a lot of wing aficionados here. That's great. <laughs> you know, I just I, I had that experience uh, just this last business trip I just told you about. So my mm -hmm. buddy actually lives in uh, in the Buffalo area. And he's very, just what you said, he's very opinionated about how wings ought to be. <laughs> he's like, these wings are good, but it's not crispy, right? It's like they did not get the crispy. And I'm like, okay, sauce was good. Yes. Wings, limp, weak. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and he's so right. You know, like I think the first time I had buffalo wings was in Florida of all places, mm -hmm. but they were crispy. Mm. Right, deep fried uh, and crispy, and then sort of just like s smothered in sauce and butter, and then flipped around in a metal bowl, and that's yep. your wings. You know, that, I think that guy knew what he was doing. <laughs> it, 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 it's re it's really true. I, I do think in some ways your curse is like New York City. You know, like they have that with the slice, uh, Montreal, uh -oh. which is where I was born and raised. The bagels. There's a huge uh, battle with bagels. There's two specific bagel places where gotcha. you have to like you know you have an allegiance with them. You know, I, I think it's it's just it's sure it's interesting. You know, food and identity. I think go go kind of hand in hand a lot. Mm. You know, uh, yes, like yes. Yeah. I've learned that like uh, when it comes to like pizza. Right. Or, you know, like whatever your favorite food is when you grew up, if you bring somebody that didn't grow up there and say, this is the best pizza ever, you should have some, they won't like it <laughs> because they like their hometown pizza. Right. Yep. 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 You're right. You're right. You're right. You're, you're, you're walking into a little somebody bit of, else's uh, hometown. It's, yeah, it's more yeah, about yeah. nostalgia, nostalgia than actual, like maybe it's objectively okay to anybody else, but to you, it's like your childhood pizza. Right. So that's. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. It 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 it's it's it comes backloaded with your history, your, exactly. your journey. So yeah. you could even be eating, you know, you know, I've got friends who, you know, God love them, you know, uh, they'll have like spam, like, and I'm like, okay, I, I know right. that what, what you're eating there, the taste buds are not, it's not just a, the horrendous 
awfulness that you're eating. It's memory. It's, it's memory. Like, exactly. Love. Yes. Yeah. It's family. Yeah. It's you know the time you spent with your brother. You right. Know? Right. Like, totally. Like, that's what you're. That's what it's, you're eating. Because I'm not tasting any of that. Right. right no. Yeah, yeah, it's just it. gross. <laughs> it's just gross. It's totally gross. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get it. Yes. The spam musubi of of Hawaii. Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay. So we're getting way deep in the matrix. So let's talk about the matrix. Uh, so later on. Not now, but later on, before we quit, we're going to talk about a story, and uh, and it's related to the Oracle and the Matrix. And I oh, can't yes. wait. I've not heard the story, but I'm looking yes. forward to it. So let's go back in time um, and talk about where you grew up. Where did you grow up? Uh, I, I grew up in uh, Montreal, Canada. My parents... Nice. Um, yeah, they had moved there uh, from India in the late 70s. Okay. Um, and... Uh, I was an only child for seven, eight years. My younger brother, uh, who uh, would say that I maybe never lost a little bit of that older, uh, you know, brother uh, blitheness in terms of, of walking through life. But, you know, um, it, it's interesting. You know, we were uh, kind of, I guess, a well-to-do family for a while. And then, uh, you know, my mom, uh, the passing of her father, my grandfather, kind of triggered uh, a a schizophrenia in her, which, which, uh, wow. you know, and, and for, for the better part of like two decades, um, essentially, you know, looking back on it, the craziest thing wasn't that because there's many families out there who, who, who have you sure. know, loved ones dealing with that. Families. Yeah. We, we did not, uh, tell anyone, uh, we did mm. not, our way of dealing with it was, uh, no one ever came to the house. I had no friends who were close enough to, to go in. I would never want them to. It was just, it was not even verbalized. It was, it just huge, huge portions of my life, my father's life, my, my, uh, younger brother's life were shut down. And in meanwhile, what's going on is she's kind of going through the institutions. She's coming in and out and right. we're learning that basically, you know, there's no real solution here. So, so right. that's all. So all of this was going on. And, and for me, the, the thing that broke, broke me out of it, uh, not career coaching. Uh, it was it was acting. Um, oh wow! The stage and Shakespeare and um, later, you know, film and TV in my twenties. Uh, Holy cow! Yeah, that was that was that was for me. For a shy kid and an introverted kid, you know, that was the moments where I realized, like, hey, all of this pent up anger and uh, dissatisfaction and growing truly. Uh, huge chip on my shoulder against all authority, which absolutely wow. persists to, to this day. Mm. All of that had, a, had, there's a, there's a, pl there's a way that I can channel that, that through the lens of characters towards something larger, mm. I can take all of this and actually utilize it. So the acting path kind of, you know, took over while I was doing wow. that. And, um, just to just sort of so you did that like uh, professionally too. I did, yeah. Oh, um, nice. Um, that's I, a that's a tough path. <laughs> by, by the time I was in, uh, I was a senior in high school. I missed the majority of that year touring with the Shakespeare in the Park company across the U.S., across Canada. Wow. Um, learning with older actors, um, kind of getting into the life, trying to understand right. in as realistic a way as possible. Like what, what this job is going to be like. Yeah, yeah. What right. is it going to be? Uh, I, I, I would say it's probably you know to people who are listening right now, anyone who might. Be be looking for a job right now the actor's life is that times uh 11 because it, every role it because there's no real power in it as an actor until you get to the highest level mm, there's no right, momentum right. which means that i can hire you you have an amazing role you deliver the performance of your life but the day after you're done you're back to square one you need to prove directly from there right and so <laughs> that's you're true getting rejected yeah you're getting yeah. rejected 99 of the time right you've got right. to figure out why are you doing this beyond the payoff of anything, including the role? There has to be a reason mm. uh, uh, to keep you going. It, you know, uh, so this kind of um, drive, you know, for me, it, it was, um, I'm going to uh, build out this life. I'm going to get the heck away from, from my family and the dark disaster of dysfunction, which is what it was. And it's gotcha. yep. uh, as quickly as possible. And, uh, it it, it it as I was doing this, you know, broke as a joke, uh, you know, making the rounds in Toronto, but right. but learning and, and and building this up. Um, my mom before she took sick uh, used to be an English teacher, and uh, okay. you know she used to after every class, you know, every day uh, I would come home, she would make me write, she would make me create, and ironically, you know, talking about these weird bends and twists. Uh, as an actor who's like, come on, man, I, I, I was already starting to get very dissatisfied because it's like, look, 
how long am I going to wait for some white guy who looks like you to write me a, 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 the role of a lifetime? It's <laughs> right, never going to happen, right? Right, right. yes. Right, so I was like, That's so, not so going to happen, right. No, so why don't we start writing, right? So I, I learned um, literally from the ground up how to freelance, how to write feature articles. I became, uh, I've won Independent Press Association Awards for investigative journalism. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and it all started because uh, A, I needed a sideline, but also... You know, this this ability to communicate through words was outpacing what I could, you know, where I was in other aspects of my life. So it started this sideline. So write, writing starts up. Mm. Freelancing starts up. Uh, eventually, um, this whole, you know, cabal of silence kind of broke out for me uh, in the form of a novel called The Isolation Door. Uh, wow. That, writing that. Okay. Um, it, and that was kind of related to the, the family thing? It was entirely about, about, okay. about right. look, if you're growing up in the shadow of that, you have a choice to make whether you realize it or not. Mm. How much of your life are you going to spend as a caretaker to this person? And right. how much are you going to spend building Jeff Smith's life? Because I can tell you, it, you cannot have both of them. That is right. not possible. Right, right, right. It is not right. possible to keep someone half alive going and keep your life going because you need every ounce of your inspiration right now right. to figure right. out what that is. You don't have the ability to do that. But guess what? Every step you take away from that, if you love the people that you love, is going to tear your heart out. And it's right. going to ask right. you ask something of you, right? And so uh, building that, right? I'm, I'm doing this. I, I, uh, so, yeah, the, the book, The Isolation Door, that got me out of Canada. Um, it brought me into New York City. This is around 2005 or so. Okay. Uh, I, I'm an illegal alien uh, at that point. I've, I don't have a work visa. Um, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to get an agent. I'm trying to get a book published. I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. Okay. I met my wife, who would become my wife at that point. Um, uh, uh, start working under the table, start writing under the table. The book gets published in 2014. And in this journey here, as a sideline, I start working with job seekers, you know, using my writing talent to say, look, let's rebrand you. Let's change the way you're coming across. Obviously, okay. this is not working, right? Right. And as I'm doing this, uh, <clears throat> you know, and... And I'm again. This was all just a sideline. I, there was no thought in my mind that that where things were going to go. That this is what the path was, you know. And I think that this is very true. In the thousands of people I've now coached, I can tell you, it's not your job to have the final idea worked out for what your life is planned to be. Mm. Your job is to have a compass and to run, to run, not to outthink it, to run, not to stay on the sidelines, right. not to watch right. TV, to run. And. Uh, what I realized, I was talking with a 52-year-old named Arthur one day, he, uh, ostensibly to help him build a resume. And this guy tells me he spent over 20 years as, uh, again, doing amazing award-winning work as, a, as an architect. Okay, um, wow. His company had told him, hey, I've got equity. You, don't have, you have nothing to worry about. And like so many others, <clears throat> things change. He gets fired. Right. There's no problems with anything. So he's right. telling me, the truth is, I, I'm looking for a job, but what I picked up on the phone and, and what was very clear, especially as this guy starts breaking down, this guy feels like a failure. And um, Right, and, and it, not it, it really changed. through a fault of his own, really. <laughs> well, no, and, and, well, right. and, and, it, and, and it was the first moment in my life where, unlike writing, unlike acting, this was something where there was something that, spar that sparked in me that said, you know what, it's true. Most people right up to the C-suite, by the way, mm. are absolutely miserable. And a right. big part of the reason they're miserable right. is, it, let's say you have a great job right now, okay? You're, you're, doing, you're doing great. Okay. okay. If I take away your job and there's no real easy way for you to get something as good or better, and right. there's no way for you to do it, which is the state that most people are in, right? So, answering job ads, there's, you have zero idea what anything is going to pan out, what is it going to be for right. what you have right. no control. Right, right. Okay, if you yeah. can't do that, then it doesn't matter what your job is, pal. I have you. You understand? Like, I like, yeah, like, right. I, and I could right. do that, I, by I, the way. Yeah, it yeah. would be easy for me to do that in a risk averse hiring environment like this. Right. People will run away from you. So you have no power in this. You have zero leverage in the situation. Right. Just like he did. And, and the thought I had in my mind, maybe it was because. Up until that point, the only way I'd gotten opportunities was outside of that of of the quote unquote normal way of things. Mm. It's it 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 fostered something in me that said, if it kills me, um, I'm going to learn what there is to learn to see if there is an end to end way to generate 
the types of things that that are actually in line with your dignity and and where you want to go right now without going through this insulting thing. And not only did I find <laughs> I like the way possible, you, I like the way you put that this insulting thing. Well, it's thing. not an accident. I, no, but but, oh, right. but, but because but Jeffrey, they're setting up the. Yeah, yeah. What, what 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 Arthur was experiencing every time you were sitting in an interview mm. and you were feeling judged and you were feeling yeah. that's not an accident. No, All no. of that is designed to it's a power make play. It, yeah. Well, it, it it if I can get you thinking like a commodity and I can get you thinking that, well, look at the end of the day, there's ten other people just like me. I'm only here. I've been out of work for six months. I'm kind of vulnerable in this, right? Right. I mean. It's, all, it's but like that's that desperate that kind of feel. Yeah. It's yeah. right. It's meant to engineer yeah, yeah. desperation in you, regardless right. of how qualified you are or right. regardless of how good you are in the market. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, and so learning that and understanding that, you know, it took me about, you know, I was working with clients while I was doing this in terms of actually clicking all of this in and figuring out, hey, yes, here's how you change your brand. Here's how you change the messaging. Here's how you change the positioning. Here's how you scale up relationship. Here's how you negotiate. In terms of actively tapping into this thing called the hidden job market and making it there, it probably took the better part of six years. Six years that right. where we where we raised a family, we um, almost went broke multiple times. We had to go into credit card counseling. We we uh, we went deeply in debt. But yeah, th- but the truth is, we did figure it out, and now we're two thousand people in. Uh, in the last three years, they've negotiated over seven hundred million in offers. None wow. of which, none of which came from Monster and Indeed and all that. Right. And meanwhile, and this is a big part of the reason I'm talking with you today, meanwhile, I'm not hearing from people out there, hey, this is the greatest opportunity since 2008, 2009 to up-level. What I'm hearing is great resignation. What I'm hearing is I got I, 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 I to keep my feet down. Uh, this is the thing that really bothers me is that I'm seeing far too many people talking about the matrix. I'm seeing far too many people cop out and frankly, hide under a guise of cowardice and I just need a job and I just need to play it safe. Well, the thing is, when you get to a certain important point in your life, the safest play is to actually <clears throat> own the high level. And if you don't do that, now comes all the low level signals that are going to make sure that you get taken advantage of for the right. rest of your life. And that's the, we're talking about the same person here, right? Mm. It's a choice in terms of where we want to go. So yeah, this has been my, this has been the war that I've been waging for, for 12 years. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm proud of every single person that we've been able to drag out of this hell, which is mm. what it is. Um, it's not for everyone, but then again, look at look at those movies. You know, um, they were not saying that everyone should have been broken out, did they? They were not saying that everyone should have been Neo and Morpheus and Trinity, did they? They <laughs> right. said most no. people couldn't. Right. Most people right. did not yes. have the ability. I remember right? that. Yeah, they're too. But, they're too like uh, stuck. In the matrix. Right. And I would imagine if they're listening to your podcast and they're hungry to actually do something differently. Yeah. I'm talking to the one out of those 10 or maybe the one out of those 20 or one out of those 50 who still feel the way that I always felt. Right. Which is that they want to wake up. (laughs) Shouldn't your life shouldn't. It's not just about money. No, for sure. That's what this show is about. (laughs) Yes. It should be more about eating chicken wings. It should be more about (laughs) spending time with your loved ones. It should be more about feeling um, abundant. Feeling yeah. abundant instead of scarce, you know what I mean? Like, in yeah. Oh, and so, like, journey. me personally, there's a couple of things I wanted to relate. So, I think you'll get a kick out of them. So, I'm, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to yeah, get. Yeah, <laughs> so, I went in like a bit, little bit of my backstory for some context. Um, and but I'll start at the story, right? So, I went in for an interview, right? Uh, to work at a uh, IT job in a school district in Southern California. Okay. And so the interview I thought was strange that I, and I blew it. That's what I felt like. Yeah. They didn't like me. Right. I got that feeling. Um, it seemed like the people that I was talking to had nothing to do with it. And that is usually like, uh, sort of like a, a red flag for me that I probably don't want this job. (laughs) So then the, the next red flag was then they gave me this task uh, that was really dumb. Uh, and I failed and, uh, and I was actually like really happy that I failed because <laughs> in my mind, as I was failing this really dumb task, I was like any computer person that asked me to do this as a, as a condition of employment, I don't want to work for. <laughs> Have you ever had, some, right? Right. So, no, I mean, no, absolutely. but absolutely. And now I, I'm going to give you context about why, right? Cause most people don't have that sort of like, 
Like I was at that point in my life using these interviews as I'm interviewing them. <laughs> Do I actually, is this a place that I legitimately want to work? And the answer was no twice, right? So that was good, right? It was yes. a good thing to fail that interview. Um, but it's, it, 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 it's, it's uh, not to, not to, not to interject, but I, no, but please. Very, what you're, what you're, what you're saying is very, um, it's, it, it's, 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 it's very, many people have, have experienced it, but I, I want to call attention to something here, which I think is very, sure. very, please. Um, so you're right that, um, uh, you know, a big part, especially as you're getting ahead in your career consists of not only knowing how to identify things that are really relevant for you, things that you want to solve and pursuing it, but also cutting away and knowing what to disqualify. What you don't want. Right. Yeah, sure. yeah. However, here's the thing, right? It, it, Part of it is this, but the other thing is, I want you to imagine, you know, when I was in grade five, the first school dance I ever went to, the mm. teachers brought us out, all the boys on one side, all the girls on the other, and all the teachers in the middle. Mm, They're trying okay. to get us to interact. Right. We both want the same thing. Right. But nobody really knew. There was no intermediary. Now, right. Okay. As a high performer, as someone who can generate your own opportunities, okay, you can serve as an, as an intermediary in one of these situations. Let me give you an example. Let's yeah. take this super non-ideal situation you're talking about. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe the company is wrong. Maybe the way that they're going about hiring you is completely wrong. And maybe the way that they went through this assessment, this one-sided thing, maybe these are all proof of it. Maybe. Right. But maybe not. Maybe, let's just, add, let's just do devil's advocate here. Mm. Maybe this is a company that wants to grow, and here's the thing, okay? Right. IT, what you actually are responsible for is not technology, not at the high level. Right. If, if I'm talking about an IT manager, you can have a three to four page resume listing your tech skills because you execute. If we're talking about a CTO, you're a strategic partner to the business and you can get away with a one page resume that has zilch in terms of tech. Why? Right. Because right. I know you have tech. I'm not interested in talking to you on tech. And also for you, it's not your job to only be talking with IT people. Right. It's your job to be mm. able to understand, okay, in that interview, I, it's not my job to come up with the best answers. I have one goal. Through my questions, I need to direct this to find out what is really going on. What is actually driving this hire? Mm. If I assume that every job posting is a complete lie, then I have to know what the real pain is because otherwise there's no leverage for me right. to actually move this to an offer. So A, if I take more of a challenging approach when I get these questions, if I take more of an approach of, hey, what's the relevancy here? Let's talk about, I don't want to just talk about what happened three years ago. Let's bring this into what you guys have been experiencing. That can be a very powerful way to start sending different value signals here. And I see this in IT and tech all the time because a lot of people, they got to their place through, with all due respect, excessive compliance. They spent right. way many tasks, <laughs> but you're not going to get to that high stage being like that. We don't right. want right. a yes man running our tech thing, okay? We need someone who has the balls to say no to us, for example, when we need mm, to. And right. that needs to be demonstrated in the interview. Here's another thing. What is your criteria of what you're looking for? So if I'm saying like, look, they're making me run through these, these, these tests and these assessments, fine. Th that doesn't make any sense, fine. If I can A, move the conversation into the strategic pain, that's something that'll help. And B, if I don't want to take these tests, that's fine. But what's the alternative? The alternative would be to look at this and say, okay, if I don't want to take these assessments, then as the expert, as the person who has six, seven offers in front of him, who is solving this type of pain full-time, part-time, in however I want to structure it, right? How do I want to spend this time? Maybe we want to spend this time actually assessing the situation. So based on what's here, let's di let's dive in. We're solving IT. Tell me about what, what the current state of IT affairs looks like right now. Tell me about what the next goals are in the next three months. Tell me, let me start by seeing if I can help you based on what we identify right here. And let's just forget about me trying to prove whether or not I'm a good fit for this role. I don't know if that's even possible right now. Right, right. right. I, encur I encourage everyone to think about building relationships while taking that thing off the table. If they ask you, look, yeah. I'm always looking to maximize the impact of what I do. But right. I don't know if we're in a situation to yeah. do that. Yeah. But what I would like to do, though, is I'd like to get to a place of honesty where I can show you the kinds of conversations, including with competitors that right. I've been having. If with your permission, we can talk a little bit about what you've been doing with your people, your team. And I just want to see if I can apply a little bit of the approach that I have right. towards right. this to see if it helps. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, all, that's, all, that's all I'm asking. And that changed my whole life because by, when, I, when I started looking at 
what I was putting out there in that way to say, okay, I don't want to just come across as a job seeker because that gets people's defenses up. So, right. And they're trying to put you into that low power mode, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're, they're trying to put you in. So, so again, using an, let's just say an IT thing, right? If I say, look, I'm ready to take a next step of technology leadership. What might be, for example, an offer or a process that I can stand behind that I can brand myself around that would help me. So if I say, look, I've, uh, what I've seen is that every company out there is trying to grow in a deeply siloed way. And the biggest problem I see is they think tech is this exterior beast out there that they call on once in a (laughs) while. That I don't have anything to do with, by the way. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. But if I say, if I say, and it's not my job. (laughs) No, exactly. But but, but if I say, look, every company I've worked with, right. Yeah. uh, Every company that, that actually is a success. They don't look at it that way. These are the markers of a company that works. These are the markers of, right. of, of, of what I'm looking for. If right. I brand myself that way, I can engage on LinkedIn around that. I can build relationships right up to the C-suite level based sure. around that process. Yeah. And I can take time with you to say, hey, look, let's take 20, 30 minutes to see if, if there's a help. It's hmm. think, think, don't think about trading your skills. Don't think about associating with some other secondhand company. Ask yourself, what is your process? What would Jeffrey Smith's magical process of moving clients that, that you're interested in, businesses that you're in, towards an outcome as only you can do it. Mm. That is the heart of individual power out there, you know? And uh, that's something that anyone can start tapping into, you know? Um, sure. And, uh, sure. Yeah, I just wanted to call that out because, because, you know, a lot of times what you'll find is, especially people that we coach, as you get stronger and stronger, as you get more confident, as you also understand, like, you understand that you don't have to be anything more than what you are right now right. to get absolutely everything that you want. When you when you get to that point, you realize that look, it's not there were cards that I just wrote off as a loss in the past that would not be a loss now, obviously, right? Based on what I know, based on who I know. Right. And that is true. That's true for all of us. We blew through a lot of opportunities and we said, "Oh no, we didn't get a chance." Well, you you were the one who decided to stay in subservient mode. You were the one right. who decided to stay That's in true. passive mode for yeah, an yeah, hour yeah. and a half. You right. were the one who slid your resume across. Did anyone tell you to do that? Right, to, that's to, true. To, to sit right. around and, and, and wait. You think that's what we want in a, in, in a in someone who's going to head up, let's say, our 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 lean operations to someone who just sit there staring at, at me to take the lead? That's not a leader. You can right. call yourself a leader fifty times. You right. have to behave like a leader, and right. you have to switch the actions that you're taking here. Right, totally. In terms of what's yeah. going on? Right, you, right. It, 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 had you brought those in. I'm not saying that that would have been a different outcome. Maybe right. you would have come to the same conclusion, but you certainly would have had more real life data and information to decide on that aside mm. from just gut and what you experienced passively. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. You're saying a lot and I like it all. <laughs> I think like I, the most interesting situation that what you're doing is, is the context of coming at a job is completely um, optional. Right. So like once you're already in the, oh, there's a job posting. Oh, here's my resume. Oh, I'm following these steps. It's kind of almost too late at that point, you know, in a lot of scenarios. It's yeah, it's it's almost like, yeah, yeah, it's almost like you've got to begin with a new set of uh, just a whole new approach and context where you're not doing that necessarily, but you're sort of trying to bypass that a little bit or maybe make it more of a, like a lot of people um, that I worked with while I was active duty military, right? They would uh, transition from uh, active duty immediately and have like on the day that they're eligible that first day, maybe the next day they're now in a new civilian role. Right. Oh, and that God. was all done before. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that is all what you're talking about. It's like, Let's not go through, and they didn't apply. I mean, technically they applied, right? <laughs> but it was all a foregone conclusion, right? That, yeah. that job posting was a, a legally required step in the process, but yes. nobody else was going to get that job, right? That's, that's what you're talking about here. It's like yes, you're short-circuiting the system, and the only reason the job posting is going out is because there's some federal law that says it has to. But we've yeah. already identified the guy that's going to get it. <laughs> yeah, or, 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 you know, it's um, – or as is often, oftentimes the case, you know, it, it, it's – they've been trying to solve it, you know. So right. it, it's a pain that's been there for a while. Maybe they've even tried to hire. It hasn't worked. And so right. 
so you're just dealing with with uh, less of an ideal situation. You can still everything we're talking about here. All the same principles would apply, right? Even if you, right. we've worked with people who. They've they've walked into a, a very one sided interview, right? Right. And they've had maybe a five or six minute opening in terms of redirecting the conversation, right? But but if you understand what to do in that, if you understand what your goal is, which is to identify those two or three elements of pain and not let them off the hook for that, <laughs> at the, especially at the beginning, yeah. then you can take you can you can demonstrate the value by how closely you hold their feet to the fire, you know. And the same thing is true, you know, with 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 what you're t- what you're saying here. I know it's hard to. It's hard to make decisions as though you had already attained what we're talking about, right? Uh, which is, in some sense, what we're talking about. It, and but what the the image I would have, what simplifies it, it's kind of like a date in some sense. Okay. okay. So let's say let's say let's say I'm single. I'm gonna go, or let's say I'm 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 your wingman. I'm I'm getting you out there. Okay. <laughs> I love it. What most people, what, what we learn through that process, and and ideally what what we learn is that the what you don't want to do is you don't want to, even though this might be the first thing on your mind, you don't want to sit down and be like, boy, I'd love to sleep with you. You know what I mean? I would really, really enjoy doing that. But that's what Obviously. we do. Right. right. But that's what we do when we do, when we, when we don't put any effort into anything, like in terms of how we're coming across, what we're doing, what mm. we're after, why we want it. When we just do it, what is someone supposed to think? Other than the fact that, look, you don't care one jot about me, my company, anything. The only here, you want a buck, you, you're desperate, and you need a job, right? Right. So right. the right. way to actually win that if you were single, right, is to actually, look, can I make this? Can I, can I set the situation up and encourage it in a way so that you just love getting to know these people? That sharing your light with people, getting to yeah. know these amazing men, women, whatever, getting to know them, having yeah. these wonderful dinners, these experiences, that you're having such a wonderful time enriching mm. your life and adding this color to your life, yeah. that if... If one of them becomes a relationship, man, fantastic, dude. Right. You know what I if mean? Not, like, is this, you know, that, but, but but if I not, met like, some, the, I, I met some really cool people and I enjoyed them. Yes, I, absolutely. Yeah. And I got to I got to know the, the, the like my personal people. development for drunk people in the airport. <laughs> ex- ex- exactly, exactly. I, right. I, I never thought I, I never thought earlier in my career like I, I was like, look, you know. When I was job seeking, you know, a lot of times this happens to all of us, you know, you'll get to know people, you know, you're pursuing something, you get to know people, really valuable people, right? It doesn't work out. Maybe you get rejected for the role. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you feel awkward, you know, all these, but those relationships in the net aggregate for your career are probably going to be more valuable than the role itself, right? So, right. How, so, so if I go through any hiring process and I make it clear, right, as we do it, if I make it clear to you, Jeffrey, there's a value that I see in this relationship. There's a value I see in what I'm hearing from you that goes far beyond this role. And with your permission, if it's okay, is it all right if we stay in touch afterwards, right? Is, yeah, is if, for sure. if I can, right. small things like that, right? It, it it's not only uh, designed to keep more of the hard work that you've done, right? It's also designed to sort of again what you said. Think what's a way that I can come across that isn't it doesn't run counter to my goals, but it's bigger, right? It it can encapsulate all of that, right? Inside of what I do, which is helping you generate offers, resume writing, LinkedIn, confidence building, salary negotiation, uh, advanced automation, ATS. But I'm not. I would never talk about any of that with you until I understood what was making you get up in the middle of the night feeling like insecure and all that. That's what matters here. You know what I mean? I That's think, the yeah. That's the that's the heart of my offer mm. is once I understand that, OK, for Jeff, it's not even about money. For some people, it's about money. But for Jeff, it's him waking up, looking at his kids sleeping in that bedroom and realizing that he is failing them. Mm. That has got to change. And it doesn't matter at that moment. Right. What your opinion is on how much time we spend on automation versus LinkedIn versus thing. Once I understand that. We have a true basis on which to build on. And until I, I know that, there's nothing. Everything we're talking about is this. Until I know that, I don't, I don't, I have no ground on this. You know, mm. I have no real thing here, you know? And we can all get there because it, whether they're hiring or not, everyone is dealing with, with, with pain. Everyone yeah, is dealing with I was going to bring that up too because uh, my wife has got a job and, uh, they, uh, her company is real. Well, I guess is still, but really struggled hiring another uh, receptionist. Okay, mm. so receptionist, in my opinion, is kind of a crappy job. Uh, that's just my opinion, right? Because um, 
I think, and I kept trying to tell this to my wife, and you know, obviously she's not in a position to do anything about it, right? But I think I, I want to make a couple of points before I get too down in the in the the beans here and the rabbit hole of the it's a receptionist job, and I think that's kind of dumb. But my point that I wanted to make was the company, right, is is having a pain point with this position. It's like they know they need to hire somebody and they can't get anybody. <laughs> they can't get everybody they interview, they don't like, you know? Yes. And then the person that they actually um, end up hiring, they like, and she's doing a great job, but they, they immediately know that it's not a good fit, right? They be, And it's like, so my take was, it's not a good fit because it's a crappy job. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's almost like the company needs to take a step back and rethink the position and, and, and realize that nobody in their right mind wants this job as a job, right? Is that make, am I, am I making any sense to you? Yeah. I, I, it's I, just I, like, I, I, I want to think of it as not just an employee problem. The employer is struggling as well with not well, that, really that knowing what, what to do about this problem, this pain. So if well, you can well, come in and, and offer a, a solution, right, that's creative and not just like, well, that's a dumb job, <laughs> right? Well, that's, well, 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 that's, that's exactly That might be the truth. That might be the truth, that they need to rethink that position, you know? Well, 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 he, well, 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 he, well here's, here's what I found. A lot of times what you're talking about, uh, the drive for that um, can come from the hire, right? In other words, there's... Uh, two people in my team that I trust every single day, Pat and Alessa. Pat runs all of our sales operations. He runs all of our client intake. Major, major job. So when we started working together, that's not what the job was. When we started working together, I was doing everything. I was doing all the selling. I was doing all the sales calls. That I was just feeling overwhelmed. And my wife is look. He needs a little help with that. You know, the 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 extra calls, the right. extra people that he can't speak with. He can do it. Okay. The reason we're working together now, the reason we've all become multimillionaires together at doing all of this stuff is because he, I had problems and I saw it that way. He had the ability to look at those problems and in us exploring, and I would say for all of us, the, the best way to find out whether you're going to be happy in a role, start working as start working start the doing job the job you get the job yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. get get, yeah. get in if you can and, and if they're resistant to it work with that you know and see right. why you know and, and, right. and figure out. but 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 when it comes to this right um uh sorry just just sorry i'm just i just i just uh blanked for a second here uh just, just okay. refresh my mind what i was what i was <laughs> what, 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 i just you were talking about the guy that you hired right yeah so he so he comes in and uh, instead of it being like, okay, here's the, here, here are the journeys. And, and there's, he's not, he wasn't taking away from that. He's like, look, I, I get that. But, w but he won the role by saying, look, you told me Anish, you know, at the beginning, this is the vision that you had for the company that you wanted to build. That, that ultimately when you started this thing with you and a Toshiba laptop, this is what, what you wanted to see. Can't get a Toshiba laptop anymore. Sorry. Right. Can't get a Toshiba laptop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, this is what I want to do. I want to, I want to do this, but I don't, I don't, and, and I didn't agree with him by the way, on a lot of his points. Okay. okay. I, didn't, I didn't, I wasn't on board with him with a lot of the logistical points in terms of what he was doing, but the vision that he had of where we can take this, of how we can serve these people in a way that was different than just a coach who's trying his best to manage that, but to actually have someone there who actually cares, who actually knows what you're experiencing at this point in your life, who, who, who you can speak to without feeling like, Oh, this is the coach. I got to alienate. You can actually be real with him. He saw that there. And what I realized afterwards was I could interview 50, 100 people for a sales job, right? But he helped align these problems with the, with, with the ultimate, with the goal, with where we were going, right? Nice. And right. that's priceless. Right. That's, that's sure. priceless. And, you know, that's, that's being able to, and we can do that for any situation that we see, right? To think beyond, you know, a lot of times when I coach people, I'll say, look, when you're thinking about your offer and, and what you stand for, think about not just like right now, think about, imagine if you were one of the five or six people who are running a company, like if we were one of them, it really wouldn't matter if you got there based on finance or operations or whatever. I can tell you from firsthand experience, if we have a goal in terms of we got to grow it, whatever, we're all moving forward with everything that we have, right? So right. if you were doing that, right. if you were one of those five or six, 
try to describe, write it out. How does a company change six months from now, a year, two years, five years? What kind of a company happens when you get to hire who you want, fire who you want, strategize, implement, do it fully your way? What's the opposite also? What happens when a company doesn't just have, let's say, the lack of your sales capability, but they, they lack that vision of that. So it all becomes right. putting out right. fires. It all becomes right. chasing it. Yep. If I can work with that, if I can see that and I can stand for that, I can start using that in the people that I, that, 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 that in the relationships that I'm building, and I can start applying that context to the information that's being discovered. That's an offer for you. That is a clear road to an offer for most people, is being able to look at it and say, look, we're going to solve these problems. I'm willing to put, I'm willing to invest. That's what it is. A full-time rule just means <clears throat> that you're taking yourself out of the market for one year. That's, that's, that's uh, for a minimum, right? right? That's all it is. So I'm willing to do that. But here's what I need from you guys. And I'm not just talking about salary. I need your commitment for X. I need resource yeah. buying for this. Because I know right. better than you guys, I know what's going to make a company work at this and what's going to make a company not work. So it's about identifying the truth as quickly as possible. But from that moment onwards, not just using that as leverage, but to have the courage to use all of your experience, use what you know, including your intuition, to really show them and to stand for the fact of, hey, Working with us together, it's representative of that tr ultimate transformation. And making a choice to hire me or making a choice to hire you, it's, it's not just solving a problem. It's making a stand for the kind of company that I want to build, right? right? Align with that and you are... You are you are golden, man. You you are you you're, you're aikido. You're not resisting. You're saying, hey, let's you're go. You're flowing let's use like water. Have. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so and so the receptionist thing. You know, you're right. That for a lot of a, a lot of times, I would say that's true. I think it's it, it, a lot of times it can be a thankless role. It can be uh, a marginalized role. Um, I think the key there, though, would be the person who's interviewing for that. Uh, if you are someone where where through that process, you're like, man. I trust who this person is. If I can say, look, I'm going to use this receptionist opportunity because this person I'm working for here, I'm going to be able to learn more in, you know, in terms of my life. I learned how to invest. I learned how to do so many things from building it. Maybe that's my, my payoff. And so because yeah. of that payoff, I want to contribute in a higher way and I want to have a pathway. <clears throat> for some people, you'll be able to tell that if you move the dialogue with the business head to a place of challenge before the offer. And if they're not willing to do that, then you're right. Then it'll probably be a, uh, but this is ultimately, it's a question of two personalities and it's a question of, again, knowing, liking, and trusting, you know? And mm. I do think that at the end of the day, we don't, we don't trust ourselves enough yeah. to challenge, you know? And challenge is not alienating, you know? When I say, wait a minute, that's BS. Hold on a second. That doesn't make any well, sense, my, okay? So like, it, if, I, if this were my company, right? And like, I, I always imagine that right now. Yeah. I have never had a company. So take that, take this, everything else I say with a grain of salt, right? <laughs> I've never had a company, but if I did, right. And I, and I needed to fill this position, right. I go back to my military sort of experience, right. Mm -hmm. And I say that receptionist is not a job. It's not a position. It's a duty. Yes. Does that make sense to you? Does, yes. You know what I mean, right? So you have a pool of people. We'll call them the admin pool. I don't know what they call them these days, but that's what we used to call them, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody at the end of their duty position, right, lists out their duties with receptionist duties, right? So one person doesn't have that job. It's not a job. It's a shared duty amongst a pool of people. I think that would work better. I think you could hire a quality pool of people that occasionally have to sit up at the front desk and answer the phone and get the FedEx, right? Then it's not on your resume as a receptionist because nobody wants that. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe the Oracle and the Matrix wants to be a receptionist. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, the, Oracle, the Oracle and the Matrix. Should we talk about the Oracle yes, and the Matrix? Yes, please. Let's, let's well, talk so about well, the Oracle and the Matrix. <laughs> well, I, I love her. Uh, she's one of the, my, the most favorite people I've ever had a chance to, to know, uh, let alone work with, uh, Gail. Uh, she's, uh, yeah, in her 70s. Uh, she thought she was cruising to her... She was spending wonderful amounts of time with her granddaughter. She was in what she thought was going to be her last role. Very illustrious career, building out massive HR operations globally, etc. Wow. And so, last role. So she was up there. She was up there, man. She's she was up there. She she's she's good. Uh, they screw with her on that last role, and uh, 
not to the point where uh, fundamentally her retirement or anything like that was going to be affected. Okay. But she's sitting there and she's like, you know, this isn't uh, the vision I have. Again, that word vision, you know? Right. The vision I have for where I want to go and specifically the vision I have for the life with me and my granddaughter. Uh, it, it doesn't end like this, you know? It doesn't mm. end with me slinking out like this, uh, you know, walking out. And so she didn't know what her next chapter was going to be. As we were working together, one of the things that she specifically really had to battle with was, you know, we all get stuck in certain ways of looking at ourselves, you know? And she had gotten stuck in saying, look, what I am is I'm a high-powered executive who works with other executive boards to make this change. But as we go deeper into, into Gale, what is it that you do? What is the, how do you leave these companies changed, right? We realize that fundamentally, you know, she, it's her... It's her magic as a strategic partner to these businesses with an expertise on the human side, the people side. That's the magic. Here's what she's doing today. Never, ever, ever. She never would have predicted it. She's so freaking happy. She's <laughs> advising early to mid-stage companies, mostly, by the way, filled with hard-charging guys, high-testosterone guys. Right. And she Those is walking A-types. in. Right. Yep, yep. She'll <clears> walk <throat> in. And she is the only one in that room who can look at it. And because she's been through these battles for 20 plus years, et cetera, mm. she can actually look at it and say, Jeff, no, we're not doing that. And no, you're not doing that either, dude. Right? And, and right. you know, tuck in the shirt and change and get, you know, tone down the aggro here. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to move this forward. I know this because you're, when I was working at your competitor, who's capitalized 50 times more than you guys were, here's what we, we did. Here's what we're not going to do. Are we cool with that? And they love her for it because, because no matter they need who the you help. are. Yeah, they need the help. Of course. And there's, a, there's always an intrinsic value to bringing on a different opposing viewpoint, you know? I have someone who I work with every day, Alessa. She handles a lot of the mindset work. I'll tell you, my personality, I'm a doer, I'm a hard charger and all of this, right? I don't have much patience for that. But the thing is, when we started working together, I had trouble with that. I'm like, look, I'm not, I'm not all like nurturing and all of this, but what I couldn't <laughs> disagree with, right. the success rate of our clients went up, way up, way up. And, right. and, and the number of people that we could reach went way up. So at a certain point, it's like, is this business about Anisha's ego or is it about serving as many people out of hell as I could, right? right. So, so then I need to hire her, right? Yes. There's so but many pathways That's for cool us. though for you because it's like you're letting people express their superpowers, right? Yep. And getting the hell out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think it goes to what you were saying though, you know, which is that ultimately, you know, job searching, jobs, these are imperfect solutions to a very fluid situation, right? right. Because when we're running a business or we're trying to do anything, let's say me and you, we're partnering on running a business. The truth is whatever we've experienced in the past, me and you, we have to walk through the unknown together. And mm. what that requires ultimately right. is trust in the fundamental values that drive us. That trust to say, look, even if I say, dude, I'm completely opposed with you there, but I respect who you are. I'm going to show up tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm going to be there for, for your family no matter what. I, you know, right. you're a jerk and I'm, I, 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 I'm pissed off right now, but don't you worry about it. Why? Because well, I know who you are. I know what you're standing for here. I, and right. I know just by your podcast, you know, some of the, the core values that have allowed you to create something amazing from nothing. You know, there's something very profound there. That's not going to change just because we disagree on who to hire or right. what's the strategy. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I think like uh, that's probably something that we all need to relearn is yes. like you can respect and honor somebody and completely disagree on lots of 100%. things. 100%. And, that, 100%. and not only like is that possible but it's necessary for you need this what they call a creative conflict where people mm. who look at each other and see each other and respect each other just as humans right yes. i look at a niche Anish looks at Jeff and we say, I see you, right? Like we're yeah. <laughs> right? We're in what was that show? Avatar, right? I we're, we're, see we're, you. we're 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 it's a, you know, it you, sounds right? like you're you're describing, uh, like you're describing my relationship with my wife as well. You know, we're so right. and now are, let's fight, right? Now we're gonna now fight, fight creatively. Yeah. We're gonna fight yes. creatively and keep that respect. Yes. So Yes. Very- no, no, you, you, you are you are absolutely right, you know. Sometimes the the best experiences we have professionally and otherwise right. are not 
in a zone filled with all members of the tribe. You know, sometimes when you're feeling the right amount of resistance or when you're like the one critical voice in that room that needs to be there, you'll, you'll end up growing and self-stacking on your belief far more than being around five or ten other people who are like, you're great and I think the same way. You do too, so do yeah. I. You know? yeah. uh, uh, would not to say that, that there's not a time and a place for that. There always is, you know. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, um, yeah. especially, you know, you know, Jeff, look, you know, to to see someone like you who has who you do have that ability to conceive and build uh, something from nothing and to see it actually nourish and, and blossom that capability that alone is one of the rarest qualities you can have and I've worked with thousands of people across every industry but I can tell you you can't learn that you can't train no, that right? right you know what I'm saying like, I think so, it's it's you do learn it it's a learned skill but you can't train it you can't educate yes, it right? Yeah, well right well put well yes. <laughs> put yes. you just Very have well to sort of like it sort of like just fizzles around in your subconscious right and then you yes. go you discover it inside yourself I think yes that's yeah. that's I think you're kind of you're intuiting what, what it yeah, is totally right, right. yes yeah. Yeah. so yes. I w- before we wrap up and we're getting ready to wrap up because we've gone a little long but i it's i, I got a vibe that you were okay with that so i hope you are um oh yes oh, okay I, I hope you are as well I you know, sir, totally. are the important person <laughs> <laughs> not at all um i that's the other thing that you said that um i wanted to touch on was um you were talking about how you and started just enjoying that it's not like dating but the interviewing and I, it reminded me of an actor talking about how did he get so good at keeping his acting job going. Yes. I, I want to say it was Robert Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Patrick, the guy that was the uh, liquid, liquid metal yeah. Terminator 2. That yeah, dude right. has been an actor and around forever Absolutely. and has kind of like done the, the roller coaster yeah. of fame. And that's exactly what he said. Yeah, like that's exactly what he said. He just decided to enjoy auditioning, right? He just was like, this is sort of the thing that trips everybody up. I'm going to get amazing at this and enjoy the outcome whether or not I get the job. Because ultimately getting the job is not as important because maybe I'm just not the right fit. I have to have all, I have to check too many boxes. It's not probably going to work most of the time, right? But if I go in there and give my best audition and it doesn't work out, all of these people that are in this room are going to be looking for things and remember that I'm not a shithead, <laughs> right? And I'm 100%. Yes. They're going to go, okay, that, that guy wasn't good for this role, but the next time I see something that he could fit in, I'm calling yes. him because I already know he's awesome, right? So that it's finding, it's finding a road where everybody else is approaching it from a place of scarcity. It's right. A- yes. Abundant in it, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's yes, a way to be generous, you know, right. with your spirit, with with with. with I mean, how long doing. does it take to audition? Like an hour, right? I mean, how long does it oh. take? It less, really. I mean, it'll Absolutely. probably take you three hours of bullshit around the fifteen minutes that you're talking to the people, right? Abs- right. Absolutely. <laughs> I know, no, no, uh, absolutely. Yeah. and I would, and I would say for 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 the professional side of things. The, the, the mantra in some ways to keep in mind is just start helping people, right? Every, yeah. Everyone else out there, they're looking for permission to talk to the right person to get an offer so they can start helping. In, for you, start helping and be a fan. Instead of like saying, oh my God, I'm intimidated by this person. I learned this as a journalist, right? I, it wasn't intentional. I discovered it, but I still use it to this day. Wow. Instead of trying to be you know impressive or tatted up right if you're a fan of <laughs> it someone, doesn't work say, anyway <laughs> tell them you're a fan tell them tell yeah. them oh my god i can't believe yeah. you did this. this what was the thinking behind this right, what right. was going on there oh right? by the way you're awesome and uh, i want to gloat on you a little bit everybody that's a really good well, way to start but, well, you know? well you know we call it we call it holding up the mirror because you know no matter how much of a leader you are the truth is 99% of what you're doing is in the dark and only a very small percentage of that is actually in your zone of competence, which means if I take time just as a leader myself and as two leaders, I take some time to just hold up a mirror. Let's just have a little debrief of what you've been up to. Let's see about what's been going on. Let's see about if there's an alternate way to do that. There's intrinsic value in doing that because right. we don't have that. We right. do not have that feedback loop, 
right? And it is essential to moving forward, right? And so understand, if you put yourself in that zone, you're going to get the offers as a byproduct of giving these people what they already need. Mm. And that is the key to getting everybody long-term. That's that's the key. That's that's what you want. Because you're right. If I'm, regardless of whether this goes to a role, this goes to a role, whatever, if I'm specifically targeting, right? Like for the people we work with, we'll use automation, et cetera. If I'm targeting... These people in 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 this strata, in this industry, I'm talking with them, I'm building relationships, I'm gaining insider information about what is really going on at these companies. Right. I'm leveraging that information in every relationship I'm now building. I'm using what I identify <clears throat> as pressure for early, mid, and late stage, right? It's it's not only is it not a matter of time, in our studies, what we found is conservatively. What you find for yourself in terms of what you want out there in the postings, 9 to 10x is what the reality of what's out there. And all it requires is being a little, is trusting people enough to get to know them without having a stupid job posting be the one thing that, you know, soothes your insecurity enough to actually take a step. (laughs) Just start helping them. That's what I would say. Start helping people. Stop being intimidated. A CEO is just a person. They they take a number two in the bathroom like everybody else. They are a person. They are a human being. No one is more, no one's better than you. No one's more superior than you. And the scale of the pain right now is so severe that it has distorted and broken down all of those dumb little country club hierarchies. So, what are we doing, man? Like, let's yeah. go, let's go, man. You know what I mean? Now is the time. Like, I, I, I truly, I, I truly, truly believe that this is the time. Like, someone like you, your hunger, your light, the career coach in me. I'm like, dude, I let's go, man. Let's go. It's time to time to get rich. Time to get rich. I smell <laughs> money and success here. You know what I mean? Uh, you've already done the hard work. We're just yeah. talking about leveraging. That's all. Just, no, just I get it. Get I, the bat, get the bat signal out it, there. It, it's little, you know? fun because uh, I, I know you probably like. So maybe we'll, we should stay in touch. So, but I'm to. I'm in like a, a a weird space where I'm getting ready to quit my job. Um, ah. So like so I want to be like one of these retired people. Yes. But at so we've been doing this financial independence retire early thing, right? Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. So once you hit this particular number, right, mm-hmm. you don't really need to work anymore. That's the idea, right? Ah. I'm, I'm assuming that I'm probably going to get bored at some point. <laughs> Just because helping people is fun, right? So I am like open, right? Like you said, like there's this world, a universe of opportunities. Yes. Um, so I, 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 w- I will be open to consider things but i have it it all has to be right you know Mm -hmm. i don't want to come in and say like okay i don't want to do 40 hours a week i kind of don't want a traditional role you know i want it to be gig like i'd like it to be mostly remote and kind of like when the fuck i want to work you know (laughs) you know so it's a very tall order right well well you know you you know but it might fit somebody somewhere the 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 truth is um, if you and this is a mark of success in your career, you want to get to a at the at the end of the day, regardless of what the role is or any of this stuff, it needs to ultimately be structured around you. And if it's structured around, if the selling point of of the hire is me being able to work with Jeff and only Jeff right now in the right. window that I have, then I don't care how you want to work. I, I don't. I, I'm not here to micromanage you. I would only micromanage you if we weren't aligned on that deep level. You see what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like if, if I right. didn't really trust it, then I would say, look, you know, let him fix the fires and get him the heck out of here, right? right. But if I actually know what's there, I actually just want to keep you happy. You know what I mean? Like, mm, I want to write right. you a check so you can do what you do and you let me know and then I look <laughs> like a superstar when all of this starts yeah. looking like like brilliant, right? That's the way that it sort of should be and that is the yeah. sort of... Again, employers would, would love to do that if they... But, but a, a, a lot of it is just also sending out the signals that allow them to feel comfortable. The first that, time... That's going to work out. That that's yes, going to work first, out. Yes, the first time I... I right. The first time a CEO and I hashed out a role for myself that, that didn't... Every... Every stage in that, my hands were sweating. I, I was like, I'm going to screw this up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. That, and it wasn't even after I had accepted that role, there was a part of me that was like, I can't believe this because it, 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 it was the first time in my life, like proof positive that it said, okay, like there really is true this much abundance out there that we really do live in a place where the number of people who need your help, 
Like, you, sir, are the valuable thing here. You are the one. There's right. only one of you. There's right, only a right. finite amount of time. And by the way, what you described, right, professionally, in some sense, I would tell you that this is the one of the optimal times to look at what's there because you don't have the thing breathing down your neck, right? right. You, you, you're not, it's like no, a zero pressure, right? Exactly, exactly. But yeah. that's sometimes where I've seen the, the most interesting outcomes come about, right. you know, is when yeah. someone's like, all right, dude, I've, yeah. I've, you know, you're like, you're like Russell Crowe and Gradiator. You've gotten out of the main rings there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No, totally. So I mean, like my while here. You step know? Like, step you know? one is like when I stop working, right? And my wife has, has already sort of committed to quit like this summer. And then, mm-hmm. and then we can go out and travel and camp and screw ah. around, right? Both looking oh, forward like to this. doing that, right? Um, but still, like, I think we're, we're both, like, thinking that, you know, gig work, you know, here and there, maybe take a side gig, maybe just yes. work during the winter and the fall, mm-hmm. um, whatever it turns out. The first thing I'll do is when I'm home and I'm doing nothing, I'll, I'll do more podcast recordings. <laughs> now, I pay to do these, right? This is what, uh, what I like to call a very cheap hobby, right? Mm-hmm. It only costs me about $1,000 a year and my time, right? So I have that. <laughs> I'll have more of it later, right? Mm-hmm. So that, mm-hmm. that will be a thing, right? I'll be able to meet more awesome people like you. And maybe that'll be enough, right? I don't necessarily need more money. Maybe I just get to meet more cool people. And maybe we'll just start drinking during the podcast and we'll call it <laughs> personal development for drunk people. <laughs> from, 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 from what I've picked up, uh, you know, getting to know you, I think that regardless of where um, those next chapters go, I think the heart and soul or that curiosity of someone who is always kind of saying like, what's around the corner? What can I try? What's this? I right. think that's always, you know, once you get addicted to that, that's, that's, that's going to be there no matter what, you know? I, I think mean, I've, I mean, I've learned that like... You know, of all the things that you can do as a human, the yeah. most fun thing to do as a human is to interact with other humans. That's the most fun thing. Yes. It doesn't really matter what you're doing. You need a context. Although you yeah. can't just walk up to people and go, hey, want to play? That's a little weird, right? But you can. Out, you just have to have a context, you know? That, I, think, I, think, I, think that is, I think that is... I and think you're, that is, you're going to end up helping that person, you know? No, no, uh, agreed. And, you know, we, we, get, we get older and, and we think that we're not still, you know, the kids in the sandbox who are like, you know, and we forget that, you know... You totally are. Really yeah. Alive, right? I've, I've figured are, this you know, out. That like yeah. you, a, a human could live to a, a thousand years with technology in the future. That yes. human will still be a child. Yes, and i mean that literally because the universe is really old yes (laughs) so relatively all all children yes we are i i I think it's true and i think maybe you know some of the most joyous moments i've had again like you're like you're saying in these magical found moments you know with loved ones with friends you know it's a it's not an overcoming of that. It's a joyous realization that I still am a, a child. Yes. You know I mean? that, yeah. That, totally. That you're like right. that, that. Like it's still here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm this. You're the still yeah. the wackadoo that you are <laughs> yes. is has always been there, and it's yeah. still here, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like like oh, yeah. and that's it's a not going that's anywhere. a victory. You know that's something <laughs> we're celebrating. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the wackadoo. I love, I love it. Yes. I like <laughs> yeah. man. Oh my god. 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 Yes, man. God. I mean, we're and, all and, and that's it. Here in our family. And saying in it with is a term of endearment, wackadoo, and I and I appreciate it. Thank. Yes, as a straight-up compliment. Oh, totally. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) All right, so you are Anish, and you are at Hello Anish. I wanted to say that a couple of times. Hello Anish. (laughs) Hello Anish.com. So let's all say that together. Hello Anish.com. Anyway, so talk a little bit about how people can get in touch with Anish. Majumdar. All right, I think I said it right. Well, there's there's one uh, specific. There's actually a link that I want to share if you're okay with it. Yeah, of Uh, course. it's called tap the hidden job period market forward slash ASAP. And uh, for okay. those who are interested, um, it's a it's a it, if you hop over there, um, my team and I we just finished uh, a master class. It's about an hour long. It's free access to it. If you're wow, interested, nice. in it, and if what we're talking about is kind of resonating, you know, um, this will allow me to actually teach you the full strategy. We've had, by the way, people that we've never worked with. Uh, self-starters, like I think we've all been at certain times in our life, take that full training, run with it and be like, Anish, 
I hope you're not going to be mad. I use this. Uh, 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 I'm here's ready. I'm, not only am I not mad, <laughs> I use five. it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, abs- right. a- absolutely. And 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 for those people who want to not just use it, but if you want to get in touch with our team, you'll have the ability to do it afterwards. Um, Perfect. So yeah, I think that that would be a, a fantastic thing. And then LinkedIn for people who are on LinkedIn, put in a niche, put in career. I'm there. And again, the goal is to um, as much as possible share. Um, real insights from our clients, from from people who are out there actually doing this stuff, and and again, just keep being a voice to show you, hey, as you're taking these steps, no matter what you're doing, here's a way to diversify, here's a way to challenge, mm. here's a way to get more for right. that action right. that, that you're that you're in. You know, that's what success is all about. You right. know, it's it's, right. it's just taking this and just blowing it up into a way that you feel good with, as opposed to, oh no, I never wanted any of this. Oh God, I'm fa- I'm falling off the cliff. Right. right. As long as you're avoiding that. You're going to be fine, and you, sir, have guaranteed that that will never be the outcome for you. You know, you've broken out of the matrix in That's your right. own way, in all those important ways. <laughs> That's you know? right. So, yeah, man. This has been it. a blast. I will link to that link specifically in the show notes, along with your LinkedIn and your website and everything Thank else. You. So, everybody, so if you go to the website, just search Anish. There's only one of you, the one and only Anish. <laughs> <laughs> You got lucky. There's way more Jeff Smiths. All right. So this well, is well. There's there's only one Jeff Smith that I know who's like this. So you got the good one, man. You got you got you got the you got the good Jeff Smith. The right easy here. name. That's everybody else's name. All right. Thanks, Anish. This has been a blast. Have a good one. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V-double-E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer.